Science Journal for Kids and Teens presents Why Are Women Hunters Important? Read by Miranda Wilson Abstract Have you heard that women should make dinner for their family? Or that only men should work outside the home? Unfortunately, many people believe in these ideas about gender roles. It makes it hard to look at new situations without bias. For a long time, scientists have thought that in foraging societies, men are hunters and women are gatherers. We questioned these ideas. We investigated how often women take part in hunting, what they hunt, and how they hunt. We found that women do hunt intentionally in a lot of foraging societies. They sometimes hunt with different tools than men. We also found women are more flexible in whom they hunt with. They often take dogs and children with them. We can use this information to rethink our historical biases about the role of women in hunting. Introduction. Have you ever heard the phrase, men are hunters and women are gatherers? A lot of people believe this division of labor is true. It suggests that men and women have clear roles in society. There are lots of ideas based on sex or gender that might not be true. For example, the idea that women are more nurturing, so they should take care of children, or that men are more aggressive, so they should be protectors. Having ideas like these can affect how people look at new situations. This is called bias. Unfortunately, even scientists have biases. In the past, archaeologists ignored hunting tools or weapons in the graves of women. Because of their biases, archaeologists didn't think women could be hunters or warriors. But hunting is very important in many foraging societies. These are groups of people who only hunt or gather to feed themselves. These are called subsistence activities. More graves from foraging societies have been examined recently. It may have been common for women to be buried with hunting tools and weapons. Some scientists are starting to rethink the division of labor in these societies. Unfortunately, others say that women may have only hunted in the distant past. We wanted to know if women in recent times, the last 100 years, hunt. We also wanted to know more about their roles in foraging societies. This information can help scientists rethink sex or gender roles with less bias. Here is an example of the burial of a woman hunter 9,000 years ago. You can see artifacts from the burial, including weapon points. This kind of discovery made us curious about women in foraging societies today. In the upper left, you can see a photo of the burial. In the upper right, you can see the bones and artifacts colored and numbered to make them easier to see. In the bottom panel, you can see the variety of weapon points from the burial that were used for hunting. Methods. We chose 391 foraging societies around the world to look at. We use the database of places, languages, culture, and environment, or deep place, to do our research. We found 63 societies that had data about the gender of people who went hunting. We looked at these to see how many had women who go hunting. 
We only included data if there was a specific reference to women hunting. For example, women going on hunting trips to track or locate animals, or if women helped with killing animals. Then we figured out if women hunting was intentional or if it was opportunistic. We recorded the size of the animals that these people hunted and if they used any special tools to hunt with. We also noted instances where women hunted with other people, dogs, or children. Here in Figure 1, you can see a map of the locations of the 63 different foraging societies we looked at. They are marked on the map by red stars. Looking at the map, why do you think there was no data about foraging societies in Europe? Results. We found that 50 of the foraging societies, or 79%, had information about women hunting. Women hunted intentionally in 36 of these societies. We saw that women participated in hunting 100% of the time if hunting was the most important subsistence activity for the society. Among the women who intentionally hunted, we found they hunted all sizes of animals and hunted large animals 30% of the time. 13% of them hunted with dogs and 50% of them hunted with children. Discussion. Our results show that women in foraging societies regularly take part in hunting. They contribute intentionally to make sure everyone gets fed. In many of the societies we looked at, women use different tools to hunt than men. For example, Aka men in Central Africa use only nuts to hunt. Aka women use nets, spears, machetes, and crossbows. Sometimes women even specialize in hunting specific animals. American Cree women only hunt pelt animals. Women are also more flexible in their hunting strategies than men. They hunt with husbands, other women, children, dogs, or alone. Men tend to hunt alone or with one partner. Our data also shows that having to take care of your children doesn't get in women's way. They just take the kids out hunting with them. Our data oppose the common belief that women only gather food while men only hunt. In foraging societies today, women do hunt, and men gather too. Scientists need to reevaluate evidence from old burials based on our findings. We also need to develop a more inclusive framework to understand human culture. This should be a framework that isn't limited by the division of labor based on sex or gender. Conclusion. The results of our study correct a bias that many people have about the abilities and activities of women. Women in foraging societies are intentionally involved in hunting. It is hard to keep personal biases separate from understanding new situations or data. It is hard even for scientists. When you encounter new situations, do your best to approach them with an open mind. You can also educate yourself and others about biases. This will help us all exist in a more inclusive world. Thank you for listening to this recording. This work has been adapted from the original peer-reviewed paper in the journal PLOS One, published on June 28, 2023.
Research conducted by Kara Wall-Scheffler and others from the Department of Biology at Seattle Pacific University in Washington State. See the full list of authors and their affiliations in the accompanying PDF. Please visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org, for more free science teaching resources. Thank you.